Hey you guys, what's up and welcome to the Broken Diet Podcast. We are slaying society standards and living unapologetically. This show was designed to connect women to resources to help her live a healthier lifestyle, empower her thoughts, and create the confidence to live unapologetically. I'm your host, Erica Carter, wellness and empowerment coach for busy women. And if you're ready to level up your life, love, and happiness, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hey, you guys, what's up? Happy Monday. It is Valentine's Day week. Happy Valentine's Day week. If you're new, welcome to the Broken Diet Podcast. And if you're returning, thank you so much for tuning in each and every Monday. I am so, so grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, This podcast would not continue to grow without you. So I appreciate you so, so much. Um, Happy February. I know we talked a little bit last week, but it's it's February. It's still feeling like it's the first week of February, even though I know we're in the second week. Um, I can't believe that is already almost Valentine's Day. Like it's Valentine's Day week, which is also my son's birthday weekend. So I have all of the things that are happening. Um, but shout out to all my lovers out there. Um, you know, mind you, everyone is a lover. So you can still be happy and celebrate the holiday with your spouse or your family or your friends all the same. Like, yes, we are in celebration. We're not being salty. We are not soaking. We are celebrating this day that we have to be alive and to be grateful. And so um, definitely don't allow that to get you down in any way you are absolutely amazing. If no one has told you today, I adore you. I love you. You are worthy and you are needed. So yes, um, come through Monday motivation. <laughs> so in the midst of all of the V-Day festivities, I actually want to do a little giveaway. So you guys are probably tired of me talking about the transformation of my skin lately, but damn it, you're going to hear it again. Um, because I I am so excited. Gosh, for those of you who are just tuning in, I have been struggling with adult acne for a while due to a hormonal imbalance that I've been dealing with for the past couple years or so. And guys, I've tried everything, oils, all different types of um facial cleaners and um, just all of the things. Oh my gosh, mask and everything. I felt like nothing worked. And so um, actually pause for any additional information on like nutrition and hormones. Like while we're on that subject, make sure you tune in and stick around for last week's episode um, 37 with Jennifer. It is so good. She is so amazing. She taps into all of the things about hormones or hormones and gut health and just nutrition. And she is like just filled with so much knowledge on that stuff. So make sure you tune in. Anyways, um, so I have been using the 123 Frey skincare line. Um, and you've probably seen me talking about it on my IG, but it has seriously been life changing. And gosh, it has cleared up my skin so much, especially like on my forehead, which is where I've been breaking out the most over the past couple of years. Like I never dealt with acne or anything like that before. Um, 
having this hormonal imbalances, which most of it happened due to like coming off of birth control uh, five years ago. And so it has just completely transformed my skin. I am like so, so happy with it. Gosh, I was just... I felt myself becoming like really self-conscious, especially like on video about my forehead being so broken out. And so I have been in the camera a little more lately because I am just, I feel so, I feel so empowered. Um, and, and it's one thing to say, like be, feeling empowered in your skin is everything, you know, feeling empowered in your body is everything. And I feel like no matter where we are in life, like things change, our bodies change, um, our situations change, our environments change. And so we go through seasons where we're adjusting. And so this was like an adjustment for me, even though I'm always like working on, you know, just being in that space of feeling empowered in your body and feeling confident and comfortable. And so this was a season for me. And so I'm really, really excited to be able to find a product that works for me. But not only that, but a product that is all natural. It's argon oil based. Um, it's vegan. It's cruelty free. And the thing that I really loved about them is that for every set that they sell, an argon an argon tree is replanted in Morocco, which is so awesome, right? We have to replenish what we are using. And I think that that is really amazing. So with all of that being said, I am gifting away a set this Friday um, to one of you. So the way that you can enter into this drawing, this giveaway, is to just post a screenshot of you listening to today's episode in your IG stories and tag me. Um, my handle is at the broken diet. And um, yeah, that's how you enter. It's that simple. Just at the broken diet, screenshot it and tag me. Um, and for some extra cool points, if you would rate and leave a review for the podcast and DM me a screenshot of your review by Thursday at 8 p.m., that will just enter you in for more chances to win this set. So yes, thank you so much for always tuning in for the love and all of the things you guys. I I can't say it enough how much I appreciate you all. So I will be announcing a winner for the one, two, three Frey set um, on first thing Friday morning. So get those in. Uh, you have until Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern time to enter that and screenshot it and tag me and all of the things. And and I will announce the winner in my stories Friday morning. So stay tuned. Um, moving on. Um, so excited for today's episode, you guys. It is absolutely amazing. I'm so honored and excited to have Lindsay on today. Um, but I wanted to kind of kick this off with something that she shared. So um, January, right? January was kind of a mixed month. It was, it was, it was a heavy month. I feel like there was a lot of pressure on people for 2020 and like really going after goals and goal setting and just doing the damn thing. And so 
even for me, like January was heavy. Like there was a lot going on. Like I'm grateful and it was awesome, but there was a lot happening in January. And I feel like a lot of people kind of felt that same way. Um, and it was pretty challenging for a lot of other people. And I just want to say that's okay. Keep pushing, keep moving forward because everything that we are doing is a choice. Everything that we are deciding to push for is our choice. And so it led me into this uh, kind of a statement that I created based on what Lindsay was talking about a couple weeks ago in her story that really inspired me. And um, basically what I came up with was you always have the power of choice. When you give the power to what you are lacking, you lose the ability to obtain what you are seeking. Therefore, your fear, your fears set you up to stay stagnant and become your proof of why you gave up your power. You guys do not give up your power. Everything is a choice. You can change you know, every situation can be changed. And so nothing is set in stone. You have the power to redirect the way that the story goes and make it what you want it to be. So I am so, so excited for today's episode with Lindsay. Lindsay is so near and dear to my heart. She is the woman who introduced me to the world of of life coaching and mindset work. And without Lindsay, I would not be here today doing this podcast that you are listening to. So I have so, so much gratitude for her. She is everything that I think uh, an amazing life coach should be. Like she is the staple of what a life coach is um, in my eyes. Like she is just everything. And so I absolutely adore her and I'm so grateful that um, I was able to interview her and uh, have her on and dive into basically just all of the mindset shifts that or the key mindset shifts we need to make in order to have it all and create the life that we want. Um, so Lindsay's story is not only inspiring, but her action tips um, are encouraging and it helps women really understand that they truly can have and achieve everything that they desire. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode with Miss Lindsay Mango. I hope that you absolutely love it. I know that you will. So let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Hey, Lindsay, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. I just like when I saw your message, I was like, yay, I, I love it. <laughs> yes. And it's so crazy because I remember when I first started talking about doing the podcast, you and I having the discussion of, okay, just do it. And I remember just like starting this podcast, just recording from my phone and um, you've always been on my list. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get Lindsay on the show. And, uh, so it's always been in the back of my mind. I was like, okay, now is the time because especially now I feel like a lot of people are when they're focusing on like changing their life and transforming their lives and creating everything that they want. You are the ideal person that comes to mind when I think about these things, because when we think about like the mindset shifts to have it all, we think about, okay, you have to have money. It's the first thing, like creating the money for it. Um, and having a business is a lot of times like creating that flexibility and that freedom and then finding love. And I feel like you have like created this 
amazing life that has an abundance of all three of those things. And so I am so excited to have you on the show to talk about that a little more in depth. But for those who are listening today who don't know you, can you share a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yes. Um, I love that. That makes me feel so good that you think of me. Um, <laughs> I, so I'm a life and business coach, like Erica said, um, and I specifically focus on helping women get out of their own way and shift their mindset so that they can have everything that they want. So for me and my journey in creating the life that I have today, like it's literally like Erica said, I mean, it's everything I ever dreamed of having. Um, the biggest tool and the biggest asset was, is, has always been my mind. And for me, that has been the thing that keeps me from getting to new levels. And it was really the, the thing at the beginning of this entire journey that changed everything for me. So I'm really a product of what I teach, which is why I'm so passionate about it because most of the time we actually know what we need to do. Like, I can't tell you how many times I hear that people are like, I know what I need to do. I just need to do it. Or, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to try this new thing. I, I know, like, I think this is going to come out in February. So we're still close to the beginning of the new year and everybody's got new goals and new resolutions. But what we don't realize as humans is that the way we operate and the way we make decisions and the way we take actions are all driven from our mindset. And so mm -hmm. if we want to make real lasting change in our lives that actually continues to build momentum and build upon like the foundation of what we're doing, we have got to change what's happening between our two ears first. Otherwise mm -hmm. we'll either like sabotage it, even if we do get what we want, or we're really just putting band-aids like on external problems and we'll continue to recreate the same things, even if your circumstance does change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys, for those of you who don't know, Lindsay was my very first life and business coach. And so she holds a very special place in my heart because without her, I wouldn't have taken this jump. I wouldn't have taken this step to create everything that I've been able to produce now. And so um, this is a very special episode to Aww, me. <laughs> Oh, it doesn't even feel that long ago. I like know. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And I, I, I think it. I think it's just a sign such a sign for everyone, right? Like even though Eric and I don't work together anymore, we get to watch each other from afar. And mm -hmm. it's like being brave, like is and doing the work you're meant to do in the world, like you never know the ripple effect that it has. Like yeah. the work Eric is doing, like how much of a ripple effect it has. So it's just really cool to see what you're what you're doing. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. So speaking of um, mindset, a lot of things that come up, like I said, uh, money mindset is a huge one for a lot of people, especially when it comes to transforming their life and doing the things that they really love to do. A lot of times that comes with making an investment in yourself. Mm -hmm. And so with, with that process, like how do you help women take those first steps to invest in yourself when they feel like that need to really do something different, but fear is also just really kind of holding them captive from stepping out on faith and just really, truly believing in themselves? 
Yeah. So I love that we're talking about this because when I like look back for a lot of my journey, like eight years after college leading up to, you know, starting to invest in myself and making these changes, like I was not really available or aware to see my financial situation differently. Mm -hmm. Like I thought, you know, I worked at a job. I thought I only get what I, you know, what I work to get. It doesn't really change. So like the idea of investing or, um, you know, even spending money on things that would help me grow was really a really hard concept for my mind to understand. And a lot of you guys listening and a lot of the clients and the people that I talk to, you know, it feel, we all feel very unique and like, no, but I actually don't have the money or it doesn't feel accessible or I need the money or all of the things. And it's not that it's not true, right? But mm -hmm. the reality is, is it's your thoughts about your financial situation and your thoughts and beliefs about your ability to attract and create more money that is actually limiting you in creating the results you want in your life right now. Like it pulls over. Money to me is just a magnifier. It mm -hmm. magnifies what's happening below the surface. Yeah. So one of the biggest things is helping women realize like where their blocks are, where their limitations are. Like, why don't you believe it's possible to create more money and attract more money and new and different ways into your life? Why don't you believe it's possible that you could get a raise because mm -hmm. you start showing up differently in your life and in your job? Like, why don't you believe it's possible that this investment isn't going to actually create the result that you want. Like the biggest thing to me is that what blocks people from making an investment in themselves and making like the, that decision with their money is their belief that they will actually get the result that they want. Like mm -hmm. that is the number one thing holding everyone back from investing. And that's also the number one thing holding them back from creating what they really want in their lives. Yeah. So like when I'm shining light on that and saying, well, what's keeping you from believing that? And if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, like I'm open to hearing this message, but like, how do I actually do something with this? Ask yourself, mm -hmm. like, what keeps me from believing that I'm like going to get the result that I really want, whether it's start my business, make more money, like find love, mm -hmm. um, all of those things. And when you start to see like what those reasons are, the real work is about working on shifting them and changing them and asking yourself, well, what else could be true and kind of bridging that gap? Because of course it's going to feel uncomfortable. If you were mm -hmm. already the person who was able to make investments in yourself, you would already probably be the type of person who had the result that you wanted. Yeah. So it's all about shifting and stepping into a different version of you through that process. Um, and I think one of the biggest things like I think about and what helps me really change my perspective on this is you know, I was paying more, like, I mean, I pay way more now, like, but like I was paying more than what I paid for my mortgage for, mm -hmm. I, I was paying more than what I paid for anything. And when I thought about it, when I really took a step back, we all think of our like home or whatever we own or our car, mm -hmm. like as an asset. Yep. But when I took a step back and I thought, wait a minute, I'm the one who's actually creating the money to pay for the home and yep. to pay for the asset. And I'm literally like the machine that creates the money. Mm -hmm. There is like, if I need to grow to create more for my life and more of what I want, then I like, I'm the number one asset. Mm -hmm. And so when I started treating myself like that and being creative to find ways to make the investments, everything really started to shift because I also, it's not like you just make the investment and you're like, that's all. It's like, you yep. then have the support that you need to keep evolving and stay committed to create what you want. 
that. Yeah, no. And I think that is so important because it's not a one-time thing and something that you have so many of your testimonies have stuck with me, but one of the ones that I really remember was when you made the decision to invest in coaching rather than buying a new car Mm -hmm. and that whole conversation around that was just something that really stuck with me because a lot of people, like you said, we are the key to everything. Without us, we can't, we can't do all of the other things that happens in our lives. And I think that is so, it's so important. And um, when we think about like, there's not, it's not just a one-time thing, like it's constantly and fear will constantly come up for us. And I think even for you, there was something um, where I think it was like after your first year of coaching, when it was time to like file your taxes and getting like that number from the accountant, basically saying that, you know, you had to pay X amount. And I remember you like being on video and talking about this and like, you guys, fear is going to come up for you at every level. Like it doesn't stop. You will continue to invest. You will continue to grow, but fear is going to show up at every level. And I think that's so important for a lot of women to know that just getting over the hump, like stepping out onto faith the first time doesn't mean that it's not going to come up for you again. Yeah. And I think like when I really thought about it and I thought, okay, in the future, if I want to become one of those women who invest in coaching and invest in my personal growth, whatever that looks like, whether that's a gym membership, anything. I'm like, I have to become that woman now. Like it's, it's kind of like, we all think that I, like I run a business now and I run my schedule, but I, if I haven't learned how to habitually make working out a priority, I will still think there's not enough time. And mm-hmm. so I think we all think when we've got more of something, we're going to we're going to treat it differently. But the truth is how we operate now is how we're going to operate in the future. So when I was thinking about how I needed to become the woman now to invest, if I wanted to be the woman to invest at bigger levels in the future, that really helped me be like, okay, I have to start now. And Mm -hmm. you're so 100% right. Like I think somewhere in our minds, in our fear, whatever tells us that when we get there, wherever we're going, (laughs) it won't be uncomfortable. But I will tell you, like, literally, we just moved to California. Like, we literally have this dream home. I can see the ocean from my window. This, it's still scary as hell for me to invest in the things I'm investing in. It's just like, it's Mm -hmm. all the same. It's like, add another zero onto the end. It's like, you're you're just playing higher stakes poker in (laughs) a bigger way. So I just think it's like, if you want to become that type of person who prioritizes herself and prioritizes investing in herself, like you have to start making those decisions now, even if it's small, right? Even Mm -hmm. if it's like buying a book, because we all have human minds and human minds always want to be comfortable and safe. So Mm -hmm. like fear is always going to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And when I think about like fear, like shifting into like business mindset and fear that comes up for that, like we think about, or a lot of us experience like imposter syndrome. And I, I think it comes up a lot, especially for people in the coaching field, um, just questioning whether or not they can charge a certain amount or whether they are qualified to teach it. And um, I was just wanting to know if you could share, like, do you still experience imposter syndrome even at this level? hundred percent. Like, I think it's, I think 
when you stretch to new levels, you have to stretch to new belief in what you do, which mm -hmm. automatically kind of like creates this gap in, am I the right person to teach this? Like, am mm. I, am I good enough? Have I mastered this? Right? Like even I, I'm launching like a high level mastermind for women who are highly successful. Mm -hmm. And I've had to work through my own drama of like, do I even have the process that I'm trying to teach them like under control? Am I like, do I know enough? And, and so I think Absolutely. And I think it's almost what I've started to do. And I've, I've actually had a, my own podcast episode on imposter syndrome, because what I started to do is create this story that when imposter syndrome comes up, it's actually a good thing. Mm. It's actually a sign that you have stretched yourself to a new level, because mm -hmm. of course it would be comfortable to just offer or not offer anything or offer something yeah. you always have. So I feel like when I started to see that, I just started to see it as an opportunity Mm -hmm. Um, and an opportunity to grow an opportunity, opportunity to be a human, just like your yeah. audience or your clients are, um, and just an opportunity to, instead of usually what a lot of people do is they have imposter syndrome or they have fear or whatever. And they mm -hmm. let that like be the end and mm. they like stop it like, is the wall yep. instead of being like, no, this is actually the beginning. This is where it all starts. This is yeah. where I get to work past this wall and learn and grow and strengthen my like mindset muscle around this. And like showing up for that lesson is going to be what changes everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Yes. Um, Cause I, I feel like even for me, even at this stage, even for me, like we talked about, like I, I'm going to be launching a new coaching program and like dealing with that. And I think that was, I think that was a big part of me, like holding on to it. Like I said, it's already done, but I was like, Oh, it's not the right time. And I was like, I know Lindsay's like, you're in your mind about this. <laughs> But um, I, I think it's, it's so important for us to really address that and realize that it's going to come up for us, but we have to be willing to um, just honor it and, and work through it rather than run and hide from it. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that you shared that because I think honesty, like I think authenticity is so important for people to understand that they're not the only ones. Like I think it's so mm -hmm. easy to put people on pedestals and things yeah. like, oh, Erica doesn't go through this, but she does, or Lindsay doesn't go yeah. through this. She does because then it makes you feel human and it makes you feel like, Oh, I can still reach new levels without like total, like, with, with this being there, like mm -hmm. along for the ride and a yeah. part of my growth. Yeah, absolutely. So talking about building a business and stepping into honoring yourself and investing in you as your biggest asset when it comes to finding love and having that balance and um, all of the things that come with that. How do you stay in alignment of still managing your business, still putting yourself first, but also, um, and especially as a newlywed, congratulations. Thank you. Um, <laughs> just finding that balance with your spouse. Yeah. So I will be the first to tell you, I am not perfect at that for <laughs> sure. Um, I tend to be very business focused, very task driven. Um, thank God in a lot of ways, I married a man who's a little bit of an opposite of me who really prior, like his first thought in the morning is about Lindsay. And my first thought is like, what do I need to do today? <laughs> um, 
um, I think, you know, obviously that helps a lot to have somebody who's kind of counterbalancing mm-hmm. me and my personality. But of course, it's my job to take responsibility for that. So again, yeah. I'm not perfect at it, but I'm always looking for ways to grow and ask myself, like, what lesson is showing up here? Why am I not creating or feeling the way that I want to? And making sure that I'm making it like it is a priority. Like mm-hmm. I think so often, and this happens to me too, we tend to focus on the one thing in our life that feels like the most urgent. Like it's like this thing has to be fixed. Yeah. And we tend to put on the backside like, okay, well, my health is like, okay, but it's not at a point where I'm like in a health condition. So I don't need to think about that right now. I need to think about this. Or, you know, my relationship is, fine. Like it's great. So I need to focus on this. When Mm -hmm. in reality, like keeping those things consistent is such an important part of having it evolve and continuing to create harmony in your life. So I think one of the biggest things for me is making sure that uh, Chris and I, my husband and I are having a conversation about what's important to us and, Mm -hmm. you know, when we want to set time aside for us. Mm -hmm. Um, I think also, you know, I'm building into my calendar where I want to spend time with him. Like, it's so interesting to me. We, we often spend time putting in things that feel really important, like appointments or things that we need to do in our businesses or in our careers mm-hmm. or jobs, but we don't put in things that really are important to us. Yeah. And so, you know, we are putting in like a date night or making sure when can we spend time together? And, you know, we both work at home. So it also is a constant you know, evolution of figuring out what works for us because you can sometimes feel like you're together, but you're mm-hmm. not because you're just both in the house kind of around each other all yeah. day. Um, so I think one just, of course, like making it a priority, um, seeing that there's always growing opportunities, um, having, you know, again, it's not about external circumstances, but having someone who holds you accountable to what you really, really want um, and making sure that you're prioritizing it before it's a problem. Like I always Mm -hmm. think like if if there was a problem, like the first thing I would think about is Chris and I and what we need to do to solve the problem. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of going in with a proactive energy of how can we make this the most mind-blowing thing, amazing like relationship ever versus how can we react yeah. to the problems mm-hmm. I love that and I love you guys you guys are so cute like <laughs> oh, oh my gosh you guys I'm gonna link um Lindsay's podcast but go listen to the episode with her and Chris like I just absolutely loved it um it was it was so awesome it was just them talking about you know building a healthy relationship together and growing together and managing businesses and so it goes a little further in depth into what she was just talking about but um i just i love it and and they're so they're so awesome Aww, thanks <laughs> i somebody mentioned it. i was did another podcast recording for somebody yesterday and they said the same thing and i'm like maybe i need to have chris on more often <laughs> I love it. Well, and I think for me, um, and not only just seeing like the evolution of Lindsay and your growth in your business, but also in, in your love life, because when I met you, you, you were just walking away from a long-term relationship and, um, a lot of people feel like that's, leaving that comfort zone again with relationships. And so um, being in a space where you are really trying to figure out 
is this it's the right thing for me to walk away from this like i've spent five six seven years with this person but i'm growing in a different direction like how did you manage that and like make that determination that it was time to walk away and to just step out on faith that love was going to happen for you and it did like in a in a very major way yeah uh, i love it's i haven't talked about this in a while and i, I like it was a really hard thing and a hard decision and a, it, a lot of growth came from it and both actually like my business as a byproduct um but of course, in my personal life and within myself. So, I mean, I think the biggest thing first is it's so easy to place blame on our significant other, whoever mm -hmm. we're dating, whoever we're with, like he's not on board or he or she isn't on board with where I'm going and what I'm mm -hmm. doing. Um, and so I think the first piece is if you feel like you want to leave a relationship or close the door on something, I think the first and most important part is to show up for your lesson in it. Mm -hmm. Like, why are you there? I think that was one of the first things that I did because that helps you gain clarity around whether you want to close the door or not. Because mm -hmm. what a lot of us like to do is we like to run and we're like, this yep. isn't what, like, I used to do that a lot. Like I would, I joked that I would put all my eggs in the guy I was dating's basket and then slowly pull them all out until mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to run away. Like I'm, totally, <laughs> I'm just done. And so I think, you know, running away from some, but something is basically going to cause you to create the same thing over and over again. Mm. So I think for me, I was like, okay, what is this here to teach me? Like I mm. either am going to show up and fall back in love with this person and just like, this is going to be my dream relationship mm -hmm. or I'm going to walk away and I didn't say run away. Right. I'm going to walk away knowing like I did my part, knowing that I like created happiness, mm -hmm. but deciding that from there that I wanted something different and that mm -hmm. I wanted something more. And so for me, it was a lot of, I did work in the relationship. Like I didn't know at the time I was going to leave, but I knew mm -hmm. something was missing. And so I was like, okay, how can I change my perspective? And so what happened was I got to a point where I was happier alone than mm -hmm. I was with him. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it's so funny two weeks before Chris and I went on our first date, I had screenshotted something that said like, create your own bliss and then invite somebody to come like to join your mm. bliss. And I think what I realized was I had created my own bliss. I didn't make him responsible. I started to make myself feel special and wanted in my own world. And that's when I realized there was a gap that we were just not the right match and that, and it's scary. It just like, it's scary with anything else. It's scary to leave something that feels good enough. Yeah for something, for the possibility, like the chance, because mm -hmm. you don't always feel like you know, yeah. for something that's going to blow your mind and be way better. But what helped me make that decision was one, I was like, okay, m like allowing this relationship is basically settling mm -hmm. and that's not fair to him. And that's yeah. not fair for me and where I'm going with my life. Um, and I also thought like, I would rather spend my life like working towards finding that, that love that's going to blow my mind and that romance that I've always dreamed of and never find it and be happy alone mm -hmm. and be in a relationship that I know is like less than what I deserve and what we mm. both deserve and what we want. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, that's the same thought process, even with business too. It's like, I knew that the journey to get there would be like one of the best part of the processes and that I would either be happy with or without a man and that that would ultimately attract like the person that I wanted to be with. Mm -hmm.
Yeah. And I think something, and I saw something about this the other day that was basically just talking about uh, people leaving relationships that they thought were good enough and then being able to experience something that was just like your pure bliss and having that fear come up that, you know, maybe like you didn't know how to respond to it because it wasn't what you were used to receiving. Mm -hmm. Was that something that you experienced with meeting Chris? Oh yeah, 100%. So I had a pattern in my past of Mm -hmm. dating guys who were great guys, but like I was definitely not their priority, right? Mm. And I had to work to heal a lot of that. Why was I allowing certain behavior? Why was I okay with having to chase the guy Mm. versus them chasing me and courting me? Mm -hmm. And I mean, I even had to do that throughout like just like when I was casually dating in between relationships Mm -hmm. Um, because there were certain guys that I would let into my world that would, you know, say we're, we're going to have dinner and then wouldn't tell me where we were going until like two, 30 minutes before and then like be late or, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. just, I really had to work through like what my standard was and mm-hmm. believing that somebody would, you know, like rise to that standard and why I allowed this behavior. So I think that was the first part, but then, you know, Chris to me was, like, just like anything else, there was a, such a universal lesson in Mm -hmm. it. Like, I don't know if you've read Gabby Bernstein, but she talks about the universal lessons. And I remember getting into that relationship and having this man treat me like I had never been treated before and Mm -hmm. love me like unconditional. Like I could feel it from like day one that he adored and loved me the way that I always wanted to be loved. And it freaked me out. Like Mm -hmm. I, because I wasn't used to it. Just like you said, I wasn't Mm -hmm. like, I wasn't yet the woman who could receive it Mm. the way that I needed to. And so I knew I either, same thing. I was like, okay, like I really felt from day one, he was the person I was going to spend my life with, but I had Mm -hmm. all this fear and all of this stuff come up for me. And so one of the best things that I did in that process was I got really vulnerable with him, which Mm. was like the scariest thing Mm -hmm. I've ever experienced where I just told him what was happening. Like I, I said, you're different than any guy I've ever been with. Um, sometimes it feels uncomfortable for me. It's hard for me to like feel loved like so much and feel so taken care of. And I had a lot of fear around like, you know, we all have this image of this, like who exactly we're going to be with. And it's like, I'm an athlete. He was never an athlete. So there Mm -hmm. were certain things that he didn't like fit in this imaginary box that I had. So it was really tough. It's really hard to tell someone that, you know, loves you and that you care deeply about how you're really feeling. But what I will say is that was the moment that really changed everything because Mm. he, in that moment, looked at me when I, we had this vulnerable conversation. He could tell I was acting like so weird and Mm -hmm. crazy. And instead of like every past relationship I ever had, men met my fear, probably because we weren't the right fit with Mm -hmm. their fear. And it would create this kind of like combustible, like it was like a tug of war game. And for the first time in my life, a man, this man looked at me thinking, actually, he thought like we might be breaking up in this moment. And from a total loving place, met my fear with love and told me that he loved me and told me that he loved me so much that he wanted me to be happy. And if that, Mm -hmm. if he wasn't the guy that he would be devastated, but would let me go. And it just like blew my mind and made me realize that even in a moment that I felt like ugly, like inside, right? Mm -hmm. I felt like awful for sharing this thing that like, just, I judged myself so much for it that someone like 
someone would, that he would love me, like regardless mm -hmm. of that. And so having that conversation started to open me up to the ways that I needed to heal myself and learn how to receive his love and learn how that I am worthy of love unconditionally, regardless of my ugliest thoughts and my mm -hmm. best days. So yeah. that I think the vulnerability really helped. And I think how somebody, it's not like you have to test your relationship, but I think also showing up for your lesson and being vulnerable is going to show you how you're going to work through things in life. Like, yeah. I think so often we think like, we can't, like I grew up, like my parents are still married after so many years, which is amazing. But I grew up mm -hmm. kind of in a, in a place where you don't really tell your person how you feel. You kind of get resentful and angry in your own little world and like, mm -hmm. you just don't. And so this was like a new world to me of being vulnerable and sharing all of these things. But again, showing up and being honest was like the best pathway to healing for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I thank you for sharing that too, because I think it's so important for other women who may be going through this transition, myself included, to know and understand that it's a part of the process, but it will get better. So mm -hmm. yes, I 100%. love that. Yes. Ah. I think that is such a great note to kind of wrap this up on. So if you can share with us, one, uh, where everyone can find you and connect with you, and then two, all of the things that you have coming up. Yeah. So uh, Instagram's my jam. Like that's where I love to hang out the most. So you can follow <laughs> me on Instagram. My handle's at lindsaymango underscore. Um, I have a website, lindsaymangocoaching.com. Um but yeah, I think, you know, connect with me on there, share any tidbits you got from this podcast, tag me in it. I love interacting and engaging with you guys. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, gosh, we moved to California. So we're just like still settling in, even though it's been like seven months. So mm -hmm. I've got some, I've got a mastermind that's live right now um, for high achieving women. Um, and I've got some really awesome courses that are about to be coming out in the next year, which I'm really excited about because for a really long time, I've served kind of like a higher investment, a higher level um, client. And now I'm, I'm really getting the opportunity to serve people at all levels, which I'm super excited about. That's awesome. I love it. Thanks. And you guys, I will have all of Lindsay's information down in the show notes. So be sure to connect with her, follow her and all of the things, follow along in her stories. I always enjoy watching your stories. <laughs> I love yours and you're dancing. I'm like, you. Girl. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so yeah, so you guys be sure to connect with Lindsay, follow her, um, and listen to our podcast because she has some really great information that I think you guys will find so useful. So, um, thank you so much for taking thank the time you. out to be on the show today. <laughs> Thanks guys. I'm so grateful. Thank you, Erica. Truly. Absolutely.